will euch alle recht herzlich begrüßen in den wunderbaren Namen Jesus Christus. Amen. Yes, I greet you in the wonderful name of Jesus. We got one, at least one more week. Maybe um, next week when I say it, y'all all will say Amen. Then I don't have to translate it. Okay. I'm going to keep it up until y'all say amen afterwards. Okay. Uh, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. As we sang that song, did you notice who wrote it? Fanny Crosby. 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 Fanny Crosby? Yeah. Fanny, yeah. She went through a lot of trials and tribulations and heartache. You know, she was blind and wrote most of her songs while she was blind. And then the beautiful first song that we sang, Count Your Blessings. And when we think about the things God has done for us. I think the first blessing we should think about is this blessed assurance that he gives us through salvation and because it's possible for us to know that we're going to heaven. It's possible that um, we can be assured where we will be for eternity. It's not a hope and a prayer or hoping and hoping that I, I make it through or hope, hope that I do enough good to get in. But the Bible was written for us that we can have this blessed assurance. Our text this morning is in 1 John 5 and verse 13. First John 5 and verse 13, it says, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Lord, uh, of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. You see, the Bible was written. Uh, these passages and other passages were written so we can know, not just hope or wish or maybe, but for us to know. And um, if you don't agree with this statement, sorry, you're wrong. <laughs> okay, I know it's not uh, now day and age, you know, with social media and where you can, everybody can make their own opinion. And then as soon as it's on the internet, it has to be true. Um, you know, that society that we live in, a lot of times they'll try to make you feel and bring it across that there's not no absolute truth, but there are. 
and especially when it's about God, because God is truth, and so um, and the Word of God is the truth, and so when we um, see something here in the Bible that is so clearly. You know, you don't have to read through the lines and you don't even need to know Greek or Hebrew or whatever. You can just read it in English and, and it, because it says, These things have I written unto you um, that believe on the name of, of the Son of God that ye may know. We, we can know if we're saved, if we're, we have eternal life if we um, are going to heaven one day. But in order for us to have this blessed assurance, because this blessed assurance, it doesn't just come automatically. But, but in order to have this blessed assurance, because this assurance is um, basically us letting our mind and our hearts know what God says. And when we reassure our minds in our thought pro process what the truth is, what God is, and what God has said, um, through that process, we ourselves get this blessed assurance. Um, it's already there, it's there, but we have to really make it real in our life. We have to, and through thinking on what God has done for us, that's the way we ourselves get this blessed assurance. And so let's look a little bit about what God says. Okay, so because for us to feel and have this assurance of our salvation, then we have to look on God, what, what God says. And what does God say? Well, first of all, God says that all people are sinners. All are, sin, are sinners. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and came short of the glory of God. Isaiah 53, 6 says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord hath laid all on him the iniquity of us all. All have sinned. It doesn't matter um, who you are, what, um, what you think of yourself, what you don't think of yourself. It doesn't matter if you're tall, like Brother Shannon, or small, like me. Okay? It doesn't matter if you're pretty or ugly. It doesn't matter if your nose is long or short. Okay? It, it, it doesn't matter. Those aren't the criteria because that little word all includes everybody. Everybody since Adam that has came um, to earth, on earth, was born, um, is a sinner. All have sinned. And, and, it, and here also God says it's not um, just because of Adam sinning or not just because my parents have sinned or ju not just because of what kind of um, 
um, class in society I was born into, it, that's not the criteria. It doesn't matter what um, nationality I am, what kind of um, color of skin I have, it doesn't matter what um, creed or race I'm from. Um, all of us across the board, we're, we start out on the same level. God says we are all sinners. And not only um, that we are sinners, but he also says we came short of the glory of God. Okay, and this statement of coming short of the glory of God means that, that we missed the target. God set a target and he, his target is perfection. God says the only way to heaven is if you don't sin. Okay, once you commit one sin, you've broken all my commandments and then you fell short. And when, when God talks about missing the target, he, does, he, he doesn't give um, participation trophies and saying, okay, um, since everybody missed the target, then we'll pick out who got the closest, okay? That doesn't happen, okay? But some of the religions of the world try to um, pass that along, try, try to tell us that if we do good works or something, we can try somehow to um, eradicate the, the obvious that we missed the target, but that doesn't work. Once we miss the target and God says all have came short of the glory of God, um, it, we're missed. A lot of times um, when I was working with our, our gypsies in Fürth, and young and working with the young people, a lot of times uh, we would have have uh, set up a dartboard and do dark, a dart competition. Okay, and um, and if if we set up the dartboard, you know, I notice um, you don't get any points deducted off if you miss that target. If you miss the dartboard, you don't get any points deducted or added up. If you miss the target, is you wasted your shot, and that's what what God is saying here. We had one dart to throw, and we missed. We didn't. It's not like we just got a one on the dartboard. No, we missed a complete dartboard. We hit it on the wall somewhere, maybe a um, hundred feet away from the dartboard itself. We all came short of the glory of God. We missed it. And that's what, what I get to also um, teach my and preach to my gypsy people. You, you see, sometimes my gypsy people think, um, sometimes they, they like to um, look at themselves as something different than the re rest of the world. They'll have, uh, they even have a name for all the non-gypsies. Gajo, or Chalo. And so you have the Chalo and you have the Gypsies. And, but we shouldn't judge them right away because we do it too, right? It's, we're the Americans, or we're armed forces, but not, not just armed forces, we're in the army, right? Army strong, right? And then, is there somebody from the Air Force? Oh, good, then I can... Right. <laughs>
we, we, uh, y'all, uh, some of y'all probably know um, Brother Mike Pence and he used to have a church up in Würzburg. He lived um, with, uh, or was in the uh, Ar um, Air Force and everything, but um, Würzburg was an army base as well. And so they went back and forth a lot of times, army against um, Air Force. But we don't have to do that this morning since this morning we're all army. Praise the Lord. Amen. And not only are we all army, but we're also all sinners. And we all came short of the glory of God. And so this morning for you to have this blessed assurance and for this to be your song that you can sing all day long, you have to realize what God says. And God says that all have sinned. But not only um, does God say that all of us are sinners, but also he says also um, that sin has to be paid for. Okay, God put a price tag on sin and he says, if sin is committed, then that has to be paid for. In Romans 6, 23, it says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And again, this is God. He's he's the creator. He's the rule maker. He's the one that says that we've all sinned. And he's also said and said that we um, there is a price tag on the on the sin and this price tag is death and when we look at at the bible we say see that it's not a, not just our physical death but also our spiritual death and in revelations chapter 20 it tells us that this death is called the second death when we finally get separated completely from god and thrown into the lake of fire that's the payment. That's the price tag that God puts on um, sin. Somebody has to experience this death. Somebody has to pay for the sin. That's the only way we people that have sinned and all of us have can be reconciled with God where we can um, get salvation. Somebody has to pay. We, when we uh, um, pay as sinners what we owe, then the way we do that is we die and go to damnation, go and are thrown into the lake of fire for eternity. And then God will say, okay, paid in full. But that's not a good, happy end. Okay, <laughs> just to pay for my sin, you know, once I'm there, then there's no turning back. It's um, a lake of fire that's for eternity. So really, that's not a good idea. That's not the best solution how to pay for our sins. A, a better solution is if we had somebody that could pay it for us. Okay, it, it's so neat. Um, you know, I grew up in a family with um, eight other siblings. Three of them were sisters. And my sisters loved to do things. They loved um, going shopping. And when I got a job and when I got my driver's license and they loved um, when I took them shopping. 
And, um, you know, what? another thing they really loved even more, if I would pay for their stuff they shopped for, you know? It, and they were so ingenious in ways you know, they would go, and even when they started working and earning their own money, they would go, oh, I got the day off or the weekend off. Hey, can we go to the mall or can we go to this place and that? I need new clothes. And so we would go in and I would um, go with them and, you know, and we would shop and everything. And then we would get up to the cash register. And then all of a sudden they would realize, oh, I forgot my wallet at home <laughs> okay and then guess what big lovable brother got to do got to pull out his wallet and pay for for their clothes and they were so joyful so happy and they loved it it wasn't good for me because I, you know I, I i lost money in the transaction but it was joyful for me in one aspect i got to see how joyful my um, um sisters were when they got what they had picked out and th they didn't have to take that and put it back on the rack or put it back or um, walk out of the store without bu buying anything but they loved it when when um when somebody else paid for it hey i even like that today you know if people invite me and i get to go and and shop and somebody else picks up the bill or we go out to eat and we eat real nice and somebody else hey i'll take this don't we all like that we, we lo love that and you know and um that that's what we need we need somebody to pay our own for our sin debt because if we pay for our own sin debt then that means a eternity without sin uh, without god eternity um separated from god and that's why um it's so good to know that god says that jesus made the payment for sin that's so, I'm so glad that Jesus decided to be my substitute, that Jesus decided to leave glory, he, he, the, that perfect world where he was, um, that perfect place. And in all his glory, he decided to lay that aside and then to come and become a man become a human being, become something that he had created. Um, his creation that, that had went away from him, he decided to become that. And why? Not because he did something wrong, not because he sinned, but because we sinned and because he loved us so much and he did not want us to have to pay for our own sin. He didn't create us to be um, eternity in damnation. He didn't create us to be eternity uh, separated from him. He created man so he could have fellowship with man. That's why he created the first man and woman and put him in the garden and that he could have fellowship with them. And, and he did that and, and walked with them and, and talked with them and, and also 
um, e even now, he, he's created you. He has you here on earth because he not only wants fellowship and, and with you here on earth, but he wants it for eternity. And so he himself decided, I'll do it. I'll make a payment. And I'm so glad because he's the only one that could pay for my sins. You know, any other human would have to first pay for their own sins because all have sinned. But Jesus, because he's never sinned and never will sin, he was able to um, become man and live even as a man here on earth completely without sin and always, always hitting the target. Always. God doesn't say, tell, say of Jesus that he came short of the glory of God. No, God on you know, multiple occasions said, this is my well-beloved son. This is the one that um, has done everything I've said. Th this Jesus, he's the one that did everything. We all, uh, we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquities of our sin. Uh, of us all. 1 Peter 2.24 says, who, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. You see, Jesus took our sins. He, he, in one place, it says not only that, but he became our sin. And, and so on the cross, when, when, at, at the end of Jesus' earthly life and when he, after he had been, been, been tormented and, 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 and um, hung on a cross and, and on that cross, uh, he became sin and God laid all the sin on him. And, and in that moment, he sin was knelt on the cross. Your sins, my sins, all eternity, uh, um, sins of the human race was knelt on the cross and Jesus became that. You know, all the nasty words you maybe just thought, all the nasty deeds you did, Every small sin, every large sin, everything, a person that, that knew no sin became that for you. And he had to become it because why? Because he said the wages of sin is death. Something has to die. Something has to live through this separation of God. Something has to um, satisfy God's price tag. And God says the price tag is death. And Jesus hung on the cross. He bore our sin. He became our sin. And he died. So through his stripes, through his pain, through his suffering, just like I suffered through that um, paying for my, my, um, my um, sister's clothing and stuff, but they got the joy 
And that's how it is with us. Jesus paid. And I, I'm not comparing myself with Jesus, okay? It's, okay? Jesus suffered a whole lot more than paying a few euros for clothing, okay? Jesus suffered more and more, a whole lot more for us. But Jesus made the payment. How can I have blessed assurance? Because J Jesus because God says that all people are sinners. God says also that there has to be a price paid for sin. And also God says Jesus made the payment for sin. Second Corinthians 5.21 For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of of God in him for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life through Jesus Christ Jesus made the payment Jesus decided um, and he didn't want you to have to pay for your own sin and th that brought me to the my next question how can I be sure that God is satisfied. You know, I believe that I'm a sinner. I believe that all have sinned. I believe that God put a price tag on sin. But how can I be sure? Is there a, a way I can be sure that, that Jesus paid the price and that God accepted it? Is he satisfied with it? How can I be sure? Well, Three words. An empty grave. Jesus not only died, but he was buried. And for three days, he was in a grave. And then, guess what? He rose again. God rose him from the dead. You know, you think if, um, if G Jesus had done all this and had gave his life and God wasn't satisfied, do you think God, uh, God would have rose him from the dead? Not only did he raise him from the dead, but in Ephesians it says he raised him from the dead and he put him over every name that there is. Uh, he, he put him as the head of the church. You, you think if Jesus, uh, God wasn't satisfied with the um, sacrifice that Jesus did, that God would put him in a place of honor like that, that God would raise him from the dead? No, God accepted the sacrifice. God took it and God raised him from the dead. When God raised Jesus from the dead, God took him back to heaven, thereby saying to the whole world, I am content with the sins paying that my son did. Isaiah 53.10, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. It hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Isaiah 53, 11, He shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. 
By his knowledge shall my righteousness servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. God ahead of time said, hey, uh, my son, if you do this, if you bear the iniquities of the world, then I will be satisfied. I'll take that in payment in full. That's enough. The death of Jesus Christ on the cross completely dissatisfied the demands of a holy God. He's satisfied. Now we must either accept what Jesus did or do it on our own. Only, that's the only way where the, that that's the only way where we can get blessed assurance that's the only way we can get salvation and that's the only way where officially the sin debt can be paid for my life is when i decide okay i'm not doing it myself i'm not going to pay for my sins myself but i'm going to accept what jesus christ did for me on the cross and I accept that I accept this truth that that what Jesus did almost 2,000 years ago is enough and I accept it and if through faith if I call upon the name of the Lord it says I will be saved I have have the right to be called a child of God if I believe on him if I through faith go and if I confess with my my, my mouth and believe in my heart then I will be saved that's uh, the truth of the Bible and I know it, for some of us um, everything I've said so far is um, old school we already know it we've heard it time and time and time again but you know we started our service our song service off with counting your blessings when we're going and I've learned this uh, time and time and time again even as a saved Christian even as a person that I know I'm I'm saved but when I'm going through a hard time and a problem time you know the first thing that that Satan and the and and the world tries to attack my assurance of my salvation so many times they'll it will come man did you do it right did you believe right uh, man especially after I've committed a sin then sometimes my how can how can I be saved and do that no maybe it's just me I'm sometimes different <laughs> yeah. sometimes I um, ask my children ask other people ask Pastor Rating he'll tell you I'm strange sometimes I'm different but sometimes we we go through phases and i think and i've learned when i start counting my blessings and when i start with god and start with salvation wow it it, it, it it's hard not to start counting your blessings and and thanking god 
Uh, this message this morning is for those that have not accepted Jesus Christ. I want to tell you there's a way to get salvation. Um, and I, today is the day of salvation. And so if you don't have a time in your life where you have acknowledged that you are a sinner, that you're that God has put a price tag on the sin, that God um, says if you do not accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, you'll die and end up in a devil's hell and damnation. If you haven't had a moment where you realize that and where you through faith have called upon the name of the Lord, I want to encourage you, um, do it today. Accept Him. We, we don't know how many more days we have. We're only guaranteed today. Hey, I've met people that I've met in the, in the morning and in the afternoon they passed away. So even this whole day, we're not guaranteed. So uh, now, in this moment, if God speak into your heart, then don't harden it. Accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. Um, accept this blessed assurance. Uh, accept that God, God wants to give you eternal life. And Christians, fellow believers, you that have accepted Jesus Christ, did you have that blessed assurance? Do you really have it? You know, are you safe and secure in your mind, in your mind thought? If not, go back to the gospel. Think again what Jesus has done for you. Think of what God has said. And then, then ask your questions. Do I believe that? Have I accepted that? And if you... If you have, you know, that's the beginning. Wow, what an assurance. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. I won't sing it, okay? I don't want to torture you. But I wanted to ask you, is that really your story? Is that your song? When... You get bad news when you get heartaches. When you're going through a rough time. What is your story? Oh, what was me? Oh, everybody else has such a big problems. But I have a bigger one. Everybody has problems, but woe is me. It's mine's worse. Or is our story, hey, we're a child of God. God has saved us for eternity. He's given us life and that life more of abundance. And he's given us more and more blessings. And it starts with salvation, but it doesn't stop there. Then we can, um, through all the studying, we can see that he not only gave us eternal life, but he gave us, according to um, Peter, he gave us everything we need that we need to walk a Christian life. Hey, he even gave us sun in August in Germany in 2021. Praise the Lord. Amen. Summer is here, finally. 
It might be just one week, but we got it. This is the week. Hey, we start with salvation and then we don't stop there. We keep on going and counting our blessings. And you know, when we start doing that, just like the song says, that, that then our day gets brighter and brighter. You know, our focus then gets off of our problems, off of our woe is me attitude. And um, we stop walking around like we're um, sucking on a lemon the whole day or a pickle. Okay. Maybe you know what I'm talking about. My wife knows that sometimes I walk around like that. But you know, those moments when I'm walking around with my head down and my mouth is falling down and woe is me attitude, you know, having a pity party. The way out of that is focusing back on God and start with Jesus. Start with your salvation. Count your blessings. Count your blessings. It's it, today, it's easy. We don't have to wear a mask. We're out here in the open. Hey, but if you've been in Germany long enough, you know this sun's going to go away and we might not see it for weeks. Okay? So start now. Start today um, getting good habits, getting in a good rhythm of counting your blessings day by day and start with salvation and, and realize that you can have this blessed assurance. Amen? Amen. Let me pray for you and then I'll turn the service back over to our brothers. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you so much that we have this blessed assurance. Thank you for telling us the truth that we are all sinners, that there's a price tag on sin, but also that it's not hopeless, that we don't have to pay for our own sins, but we can accept your payment that you did for us. And I know it costs you everything, but you did it willingly so we could have eternity with you. And if there's somebody here that has not accepted you as their Savior, I pray that they'll do it today, that they'll accept your payment. And for us that have accepted it, help us to continue to think on what you did for us. Help us to make it really our story, our song. Help us to praise you all the day long because of this blessed assurance. We're saved. We're children of God. We don't have to walk around like the world. We can walk as saved children of God, Lord Jesus. Help us to count our blessings, name them one by one, by starting with salvation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.